Career success, no fears, no excuses. This podcast will discuss and debate professional development and job search strategies from baby boomer, millennial, and Gen Z perspectives that will help facilitate the accomplishment of your career goals. You're here with John Karras and Jessica Duplessis with Job Transitions, Inc., and today we're here to discuss the likability and interest factor. At the conclusion of Chapter 1 in our series of podcasts, Establishing Career Direction and How to Evaluate an Interview or Job Offer, we noted that there's an important concept to consider before you move to Groundwork Exercise 2, write your resume, or try to secure interviews. This is called the likability and interest factor. Do the decision makers like you, and do you show legitimate interest in the job? I have had the opportunity to participate in several interview panels during my tenure as Director of Career Services for the University of Illinois at Chicago's MBA program. When our panel finished interviewing the five or six final candidates for the position, we did not look around the room and ask each other, well, who do you think has the most experience for the job? They were already screened in based on their resume and all had at least the minimum qualifications for the position. What we would ask each other is, who did you like? And that is a very true statement. Hey, John, I actually have a story to share from my own personal experience that will prove how true that statement really is. I used to be a server in the restaurant industry for many years. For so long, I was starting to get nervous that's all I would be qualified to do. And so one day... I was walking from the train to work. I worked in downtown Chicago, and as I was walking, a gentleman stopped me and said that I looked like a person who would be great at servicing and dealing with clients. I chuckled and said, well, I am a server in a restaurant and deal with people all day, every day. He then handed me a piece of paper. The paper was titled Marketing Coordinator and Client Services. He told me to review the job description, and if it was something I was interested in, email my resume. Well, A friend and I had recently had a conversation about seizing opportunities, and I thought, what do I have to lose? I read the job description, and I felt confident I could perform all the duties listed, not because I had experience in the industry or position, but because of the skills I learned from serving. I sent my resume, and they called. Turns out, they were a headhunting company and looking for a candidate to work for a wealth management advisor. They conducted a phone interview, and it went well. So... They sent my information to the wealth management advisor, and she was interested in meeting. Going into the interview, I knew I had no experience in the industry or even the position itself, but I knew I could perform the duties because it involved a lot of customer service, and with my serving experience, that was my whole background. I went into the interview prepared to share how my skills can transfer into the position they were hiring for, which is a topic we'll dive deeper into when discussing how to prepare for an interview. At the end of the interview, she requested members of the team that I would be working with to interview me. When I met with the team, they asked about my hobbies and hypothetical questions to see how I would handle certain situations. On top of that, I completed an exam that assessed how I would react in certain situations. By far, the most in-depth interview process I've ever experienced. Well, things went great and I was hired. About six months later, I had the privilege of witnessing the hiring process, as we were in need to hire a new team member. It was then I found out, at the time they were hiring my position, my boss had interviewed over 20 candidates and dismissed approximately three times as many resumes. Now, 
I know that may not sound like very much for larger companies, but keep in mind, we were just a team of five. So, after reviewing as many resumes as my boss did and interviewed as many candidates as she did, why do you think they went with someone like me, who had no direct experience in the industry or position? Well, because they liked me. That is an awesome story about the importance of the likability factor. The point is, companies and final decision makers usually end up hiring the person who might not have the most experience, but the person they like the most, the best fit with the team they would be working with, the best fit with the company culture, and express legitimate interest in the position. Yes, a job seeker can begin to establish this likability factor even on a resume, and most certainly in an interview as Jessica did. We will be referring to this likability factor throughout our series of podcasts. Another point to consider is to always express interest in the company and the specific job you're interviewing for. One of the most common reasons company representatives will screen out candidates during the interview process is because the candidate did not demonstrate sincere interest in the position. During my time as an executive search firm representative, we would be able to get feedback on an interview from both the candidate and the company representatives. One of the most common reasons company representatives would give us if they were not going to proceed with a candidate was they did not seem that interested in the position. When we got feedback from the candidate, they really wanted the job. Wait, if they really wanted the job, then what happened? Sometimes the company representatives brought up what would be considered a negative point about the job from the candidate's point of view at the beginning of the interview. The candidate's enthusiasm for the job drops. Company representatives will usually pick up on this based on verbal and even nonverbal communication. However, before the interview ended, the company reps were talking about many positive aspects of the position from the candidate's point of view. So much so that the candidate really wanted the job but got screened out because of perceived lack of interest. I guess the moral of the story is, as long as you are there, always do the best you can. Market yourself as strong as you can. Always express interest in what the company representatives are communicating. Ask the company questions that will get you the answers to your dream job list. And evaluate after the interview. Remember, you can always turn the job down, but decompress a little. Evaluate the interview and make a well-thought-out decision regarding the interview or job offer. But perceived lack of interest should not be a reason you get screened out. After all, you did apply to the job and accept an interview. So there should be at least some interest even at that beginning point in the process. So now, let's move to groundwork exercise number two, establishing and prioritizing your points of marketability. This is one of the most crucial steps in the job search process and will be a valuable resource for any job seeker throughout the resume construction and interview preparation processes. Until then, this is John Karras. And this is Jessica Duplessis. For a free resume review and initial consultation, visit us at www.jobtransitions.net.